0: Welcome to today's episode 83, Advice from Outside the Box with a Fox. In case you haven't caught on already, um, the beloved Dr. Seuss, although I'm sure many of us grew up on his stuff, I am obsessed and love him. And Dr. Ted Seuss Geisel was the actual man behind the myth, the legend. And he had one of the most famous quotes. And it's funny because it's been quoted so much by so many speeches and people offering info, and yet they rarely credit him. I mean, I know that the majority of people, of course, can Google things these days, but when um, bringing this up, you don't always hear his name attached. And he was famously quoted as saying, when something bad happens, you have three choices. You can either let it define you, let it destroy you, or let it strengthen you. And I've heard that in graduations and I've heard that in promotions and I've heard that at eulogies and everything in between. It's a great quote and it's true. You know, you really have the three choices. And I was thinking about just that in general because uh, I thought, you know, I want to make a podcast out of this and I didn't really kind of know what direction I wanted to go in other than to bring it up and mention that it is something that you don't always necessarily think about, but it's pretty true. Those are your three roads, if you will. And um, you got to pick one. And whether you choose it or not, it's going to pick for you eventually. You know, when you do nothing, sometimes people say nothing happens. But what what really happens is that sometimes, you know, silence admits guilt. So when you do nothing, sometimes you're inadvertently forced into something because you chose nothing and it sort of just pushed you into a path that you didn't know you were going to be on. In this case, I think that the destroy part is uh big i think that when something horrible goes down people often just get destroyed um they don't want to fight back they don't want to deal with it they don't want to face whatever the difficulty was and it it just tears them apart to the point where they become a shell of what they were sometimes useless and not able to defend themselves any longer or don't even want to bother and that to me is the biggest uh waste because you know it's like there is so much potential in every person and you just don't know the define part is a slippery slope because definitions you know mean that that signifies who you are and just because a bad thing went down doesn't mean that that becomes you and it's really not allowed to become you you have to let it you have to give power to anything and we forget that we as humans we as Cat in the Hat and the Lorax and everybody else, you know, we forget it. Characters forget it. That's why, you know, does life imitate art or does art imitate life? That's why we're constantly looking to Netflix and checking things out and watching TV and reading books and, you know, going to plays and theater because we want to take those couple hours to either mimic what we've done or forget about it. And the definition part becomes tough. You know, if a bad thing happens and your whole life changes as a result of it, even though it's a pretty big, catastrophic thing, whatever the thing may be, it doesn't mean that it gets to take you over and to find your existence. It's interesting how some people look at this as a positive, and I don't understand that. I mean, I would think it's an obvious negative, but some people think that, oh, well, because this happened, you know, now this forced whatever, so now I do this, and now I do this because of said incident yeah, I get it. And and that might be that it gave you a new career or something to speak about or a cause. And that's not wrong. I'm not saying those things are bad, but it can't define you. It can't be the only thing in your life. If it just replaced one vice for another, that's like saying, well, okay, I gave up drugs, I started smoking. You know, or I gave up alcohol and I started smoking. Or, you know, uh, you don't want that situation. Like you don't want to be in a... Uh, You know, they say necessity is the mother of invention. So something bad happens, God forbid somebody loses a limb. Obviously, you need to learn to walk with crutches or get fitted for a prosthetic. These are things that should happen to assist you. But your world shouldn't stop as a result of it. I'll grant you there's going to be a big dip in, you know, your time recovery productivity. Um, Now, if you're a professional soccer player and that stops your career completely, obviously making this whole thing up, Um, I could see how that is thwarting you. But does that mean that you can't be part of soccer? No. That means that you could still sportscast and you could still teach and you could still write and you could still embrace that thing you loved. You don't just get benched sidelines. You know, can you go talk about your incident? Yes. Can you make other people aware of, you know, God forbid, I don't know, a drunk driver in this scenario took the leg. Like, yeah, you know, I'm again making this up, but it can't define you that you are now the soccer player that's crippled that is no longer able to play. That can't be you, because then you've still lost. I mean, the example in my head, again, going back to musical things, is Def Leppard. You know, there was a horrible accident. The drummer lost his arm. Everyone said he was never going to play again. Def Leppard was over. Well, guess what? Here I am, 30 years later, to tell you, they're still gigging. You know what they did? They adapted. Again, necessity is the mother of invention. He still plays. Obviously, he needs more foot pedals than the other people, that drum with two feet and two arms, but he's still working. They have him set to fire off different things by way of foot pedals. And boy, did he become even physically stronger as a result. But, you know, I've listened to their music for years and I would argue that he's an even better drummer now. So it's not to say that that thing stops you like a truck and you can't move forward. You know, you adapt and, and, and you go on, which kind of brings me to the strengthened part. If you can take the ugly and the icky... And you can use it to your advantage. I don't care if you, you know, get mad, get even, whatever you want to call it, but strengthen yourself to be better than, more aware than, rise above the situation, come out on the other side. Um, Not to say there's not going to be some darkness and icky in the process, probably lots. Um, That's that, you know, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger situation. And, And that's very true. So don't stop at the defeat. That's sort of, I'll say, level one. And, and probably the, the easiest is to just get wrecked from it. Stop like a truck and never move forward. That would be horrible and the biggest tragedy or disaster of all of it. I'd say level two, you got a little farther, is the defined part. You know, you become a definition or a punchline. You don't want to do that either. I mean, it's better than having absolutely nothing and being left at rock bottom. But you're compromising and you're settling and, and you shouldn't. It can be a stepping stone. Um, to get to the top, if you will, to get to the strengthened part. But uh, you're still kind of in limbo. You're still kind of stuck in the middle and you're still kind of looking um, and lingering on that thing. I'm not saying it's going to go away. I'm not saying the bad thing is going to mystically disappear. And I'm not saying it's not going to play like a bad loop tape in your mind every now and again. But if you consistently dwell on it and stay there, you're stuck there and you're stagnant. And, you know, Maslow's structure of hierarchical needs, psychology tells us you want to get to as much of, you know, enlightenment and, and, and uh, actualization as you can. So you got to get out of that baseline and get, move above the functionality, but now you want to thrive. And that leads us to the last part, which I think is the highest pinnacle of of these three pieces of the structure that beloved Dr. Seuss gave us. And that's the strengthen part. If you can, you know, win the game, overcome, if you will, and get back to being whole, being strengthened, being better than, and something comes out of it, that was positive, might have been negative at first, but that was positive and makes you better for it, then you have, in fact, won and taken away the good thing and the positive lesson as well as the positive life. Because that's your structure of who you are. I'm not saying you're still not missing something. I'm not saying you're still not missing a person. Um, someone or something got taken away from you. That That hole still exists. That bad thing is still there, but it doesn't make you broken and it doesn't make you who you are. It makes it a thing that happened that you overcame that challenge. If you liked what you heard today, then check us out at collectedcollectionpodcast.com or listen on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tanaglia. Thanks for listening.